Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Soul Songs and Shenanigans show. It's so good to have you here. Guys, we're officially in the month of December. Say what? Like, where has the time gone? I have no idea, but 2020 is quickly coming to a close. And some of you may be saying hallelujah to that. Well, here in London, we got a whole lot of snow last night and today. So I'm literally living in a winter wonderland and I'm so excited about it. Well, for the next few weeks, we're going to have some fun and talk about the holidays, share stories, songs, and hopefully some inspiration to help you enjoy this season a bit more. Before we get into that, let's talk about my snack of the day. It's a couple of pieces of dark chocolate and some roasted almonds. So good. I hope you grabbed a good snack or drink too. And let's get into our topic for today, Christmas fails and learning to go with the flow. I'm looking out the window at this beautiful snow that's covering the trees and pretty much everything that's in sight. And it's the perfect background for our Christmas decorations and lights. And the holiday season, as you probably know, it can be so busy and hectic. And so I'm just really trying to be intentional this year to create some quiet moments to just reflect and to thank God for all the things that he's given me, the things that he's done in my life, and just to really have gratitude for all the things that he's done for my family and I. So of course this year is a bit different for all of us because of the restrictions. And normally for me from about October on, I would be knee deep in rehearsals for Christmas concerts and productions. And if you're a director or worship leader or Sunday school director or teacher, you know this time of year in that sense can just be absolutely insane. And I actually really enjoy all of it. I am one of those weird people that love rehearsals. I just have so much fun, just everybody getting together, having a great time and singing and learning and all of that. So I really actually love all that process. Um, you know, some of my favorite moments um, that I'm probably going to miss, I think, this year are just seeing, like, you know, the kids dressed up as angels, shepherds and sheep. And of course, Mary and Joseph and baby Jesus. Now, in my case, we've only used a doll, but some churches use a real baby. And I'm like, kudos to you. I am not that brave to try that. But just watching the children say their lines and sing their songs is always so much fun. You always have like a couple of the kids that they, they just don't want to have any part of it. And they're supposed to be standing and it said they're sitting or they're crying because they want to go back to their parents. Like it's just there's a whole entertaining thing and it's just so much fun. So I'm definitely going to really miss seeing our kids uh, do their production this year. I just was wanted to tell you guys a couple of stories. I call them Christmas fails, but... Um, I just wanted to share just a couple of stories today of, you know, Christmas fails and learning to go with the flow because that's really the lesson in all of it. So one of those was there was um, I started writing plays maybe when I was, uh, I don't know, maybe around 19 or 20. And it was just because the plays that I was looking up online didn't necessarily have maybe um, the right kind of parts for the people that I had that I wanted to play those parts or maybe um, it was for a much bigger church and we had like a smaller church. And so I couldn't really find anything that was like, you know, tailor made for our church and our people. And so I'm like, you know what, why don't I just write a play? And I wrote the play having certain characters or people in mind. So that just made it even that much more fun and personal. 
So one of the stories I wanted to share with you was we had this one production one year um, in our church in Grimsby. And I don't remember the name of the play or even all what the play was about because it was a little while ago. But it was I always seem to write or kind of go towards the side of comedy. I just wanted people to laugh and have a good time and then, you know, have them crying by the end. Right. So that was kind of like my thing. Well, we had, you know, these three grown men that I had them as angels that year in the play and i don't know how but i somehow convinced them to wear white gowns with wings and a halo to this day i'm amazed at these guys i mean these are like macho type of guys and i'm just amazed well the morning of the production one of the angels was nowhere to be found and he was the one that had most of the main parts so i am panicking and like we're calling him and he's not answering the phone and then he finally answers and apologize because he man he'd slept in that morning of course that's the morning that somebody sleeps in like not any other sunday but of course that day when they are they're needed that of course would be the morning that that would happen and so he apologizes he's on his way so we kind of like you know like sang some extra songs to give him time to get there and so he gets to the church and we're about to start so i go back to get make sure everybody's in line all that kind of stuff and then he tells him that he realizes that he forgot his costume at home so now like okay there's not even any time to panic what is the backup so it's not like we had extra costumes there so you know what the next best thing was we put him in our bright blue baptismal robe so there you have your three angels he's standing in the middle in this bright blue baptismal robe still with the wings we had i think we had some extra wings and a halo and then the other two angels on either side of him are both in white like Trust me, our congregation had a good laugh and I think he still looked kind of sleepy too, like he had just woken up. You know that whole like panic oh, panic mode that you get in if you oversleep? Yeah, so that, I mean, that definitely, certainly that was like the talk. Um, so that was one, one story I wanted to share with you. Another one, my brother is absolutely hilarious. Um, he, I think he could actually be a stand-up comic, like he legit is probably the funniest person that I know. In fact, side story, at our wedding, um, his speech was literally the highlight of the wedding. No, not me and my beautiful dress or how handsome Andre looked or if the food was great or the venue. No, no, no. People are like, your brother's speech. And they were just laughing, laughing. They were, you know, just kind of go over like different things that he talked about in his speech. It was all about us growing up and like it was actually really funny. So that's just to kind of give you a side story there. But well, when it came to our Christmas shows or productions or all that good stuff, he never knew his lines before the day of like never never knew his lines and as a sister and as a director i was always annoyed like okay you've had months to learn these lines why don't you know your lines so he'd come to rehearsal never knew if he was coming or going like it was just always like a hot mess which makes any director nervous if you have somebody and you're just like okay they're not learning their lines. Uh, what do I do at this point? Do I keep them at doing their part? Do I put somebody else in there? Do I come up with a backup? Do I do a voiceover? Like there's all these things that are going through your mind because you're like, I don't want them to ruin it. So every time he's like reassuring me, oh, it's going to be fine. It's going to be fine. Like by, by the time, like, you know, Sunday morning gets here, I'm, I'm going to know it. It's fine. It's fine. By the time that like, I'm good, I'm good. I'm good. And that's like literally how he is in life. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. It's fine. It's fine. I'm good. So I'm just like, okay, I'm just going to have to just trust him on this. And so uh, the one production was about remembering, I think it was like the real reason you know, for Christmas. And, you know, his character was one of those like characters that, 
you know, just basically was like he was in church and then like he left church and and he just like kind of just forgot, lost his way. And and now he was making his way back into church and just remembering like that how Christ had saved him and all of that good stuff. So anyways, that's kind of like the gist of what his character, who his character was. So he walks in. This is the day of and this was not part of the play or anything so he walks in lights i mean we've already started and he's walking down the aisle and i'm like okay why does he look so different and then i realized that he decided to add something to his wardrobe and he had put on one of my mom's wigs so i'm already like what in the world and people are literally besides themselves like laughing their heads off and so he comes up and he does his lines and he I'm, I'm amazed he actually did his lines perfectly. And of course, I'm laughing too because this is a surprise to me. And I wrote the play and I'm just like, what in the world? At the end of his last line, he takes the wig off and he throws it on the ground. And all that's left on his head is just like the stocking cap that you wear underneath the wig. And I am telling you, like, even it, it got me. And people like this, like they were laughing so hard. And that moment literally just shut things down for a few minutes. Like people were just like having a grand, grand, grand time. And I'm just like, wow, like if if he had just stuck to what I wanted him to, and it just wouldn't have been such a hit. It wouldn't have been, you know, so memorable and, and all of that. And that is something that I've learned in doing so many plays and productions and concerts. Like I always in my mind expect it to go a certain way and want it to go a certain way. But then there's always ends up being like these treasures in, in those moments when I'm not like trying to control everything. And so I started to realize, you know what, I'm going to really have to like go with the flow. I have to learn how to go with the flow and not be devastated when things don't go my way. And I know you guys have heard me talk in, you know, in past episodes about being a perfectionist and wanting things to go a certain way and then them not going a certain way. Well, literally God taught me so many lessons in doing productions over the years because I've yet to see one come together perfectly. And I honestly, it may have happened. The only way that it happened perfectly was in my mind and in my dreams because in person, they definitely were not perfect. Not everybody got their line just right or they didn't use maybe the inflection in their voices that I wanted them to use. Like nothing has ever been exactly the way that I wanted it to be. But at the end of the day, everyone enjoyed themselves, talked about it for weeks. We had many opportunities to pray with people and to see God change lives of, you know, new people that came out for our productions. So in the end, it was really all worth it. And so a long time ago, I had to really evaluate my motives for doing a Christmas production and play and concert, especially when I was stressed out days leading up to the event. And if you're in this boat, maybe not so much this year, but in the past, you you know exactly what I'm talking about. You're just like, because there's so many details to remember and you're like, oh my goodness, like, did I get that done right? Okay, how are we doing over there? Like, there's just so many different things that you have to think about. But I realized that it really it's because I was focusing on me and how well I could get others to perform. And if it wasn't perfect or really good, then somehow I would look bad when really the focus needed to be on Jesus, his birth and the miracle of, of him humbling himself to come and to be born in his stable the lowliest place on earth so he could reach each and every one of us. 
Now that is what you call love. And that really is what Christmas is all about. And I know that if you've been saved longer than 30 seconds, that you and I'm sure that you know that, but somehow every season, every Christmas season, a lot of us just get caught up in the moment and get caught up in the hustle and the bustle. And we just kind of just lose our minds for a bit. And we lose our ways for a bit. So I'm just telling you this just to remind you just to, let's before we fully get into the season let's just remember really what it's all about it's really all about Jesus so maybe your role is not a director or anything you know similar in that field but maybe you have ex- expectations of the holidays and how they have to be a certain way and um, you know maybe you get caught up in all of those things and traditions and all of that maybe you like everyone to dress a certain way for the holiday dinner and you know what you you're looking for that perfect gift and dinner has to be cooked a certain way or maybe whatever traditions you've had because of the restrictions in your area you won't have an opportunity to see those things really come to pass th- this year and I know that can really be a downer for many of us and look I all those things are nice and I'm absolutely a big advocate for traditions but we really all need to remember what this season is really all about and decide that we're going to be in the right frame of mind and be thankful that we are here and choose to have an attitude of gratitude and so because things especially are so different this year we really just need to be intentional to take that time to say, okay, you know what, Lord, there's some things that I really enjoy about this season. Maybe I'm not going to get to see that come to pass. Maybe I'm not going to get to see all of my family, but Lord, help me just to start a new tradition this year. Just give me a different perspective. Bring me back to the simple things and to really what it's all about. Show me ways, creative ways that I can connect with others. Show me ways that I can give to others and that really this can be all about you and not just about the things that I want. So just to take that time to really to focus upon him. And I heard this beautiful Christmas worship song recently from David and Nicole Binion. I think this album came out last year, but it's their um, live Christmas worship album. And the entire album is so beautiful so if you have some time you got to check out the whole album but this song in particular is called uh, making room and i just wanted to share with you guys some of the lyrics of that song verse one says no room in the end for the savior sadly they turned him away send them out to the stable let him be born with the sheep and the hay no room for jesus no room in our worship for jesus forsaking his will for a stage like that line right there gets me i'm gonna read it again Verse two, no room in our worship for Jesus, forsaking his will for a stage. Content to just go through the motions, get through the list and we'll call it a day. No room for Jesus, no room for Jesus. The chorus is, but I have decided I'm making room. I'm making room here in my heart. Oh Lord, I'm making room. I'm making room. Come and dwell in me, Jesus. Never leave. I'm making room. Verse three says, the first thing I'll do in the morning, the last thing I'll do every night is build you a throne with my worship. I live for communion no matter the price. There's room for Jesus, always room for Jesus. And the bridge just says, because I delight, I delight in you. All that I want is found in you. So I just wanted to bring us back to a place of remembering what this is all about, especially we're in the beginning of December, beginning of the month beginning of all of the things that we're about to get into and so just be intentional about remembering what this is all about look for ways that you can give back 
you know, if there's people in your church or your community, you know, that are going to be lonely during this time, you know, try your best to reach out to them, give them a phone call, give them some time, right? To just talk and laugh and just enjoy a conversation, maybe drop off a meal to somebody, FaceTime somebody. We have great technology. There's um, FaceTime, there's on on Messenger, on Facebook. You can also message, you can message up to, I think, eight people through video chat. There's like so many different avenues. Just connect with people. And maybe if you have some people that, you know, are, are elderly that don't necessarily have somebody, I know that we're doing the social distancing, but even like just to stop by their home on on Christmas day and to say, hey, I was just thinking about you, just wanted to drop off a gift. Share love in this Christmas season, you know, be the hands and feet of Jesus. And I'm just believing this season is going to be absolutely amazing for all of us. And these next couple of episodes, um, we're just going to be sharing more stories. I'm going to bring on different family members over the next couple of episodes so you can hear from them. We're going to share some funny stories. I'm going to try to get my brother on just to share his stories as well. You guys will enjoy hopefully hearing from him. So hopefully I can convince him to do that. But guys, thank you so much for taking the time out to listen today. I hope that you have a wonderful week, wherever you are, whatever city or country you're in. Thank you so much for taking the time and I appreciate you so much. Take care and Merry Christmas. I'm so excited to share with you guys that my family and I recently started an online shop called Powell House Boutique. We're going to be selling clothing, some books, home decor, and some other items that we just really enjoy. And we hope that you guys enjoy shopping with us as well. If you are interested, you can check us out on Instagram under the name Powell House Boutique. We're also on Poshmark under the exact same name. And for our listeners, just to say thank you, we are offering for the month of December 15% off. Yes. 15%. So you just need to use the code triple S that's S S S one five to get your 15% off. Thank you guys so much for taking the time out to do that. Happy shopping. We now have a soul songs and shenanigans set list on Spotify. This is where you can hear the songs that are recommended each week. Happy listening. You'll also find the link in our bio on Instagram. If you're not doing so already, please follow us and share your feedback and suggestions. We would love to hear from you. Thanks for taking the time out today. Have a great one.